he said it because of his wet blanket energy. <laughs> unhinged. Happy New Year, everyone. I'm Stephanie. And I am Jackie. And we still don't care if you're here for the right reasons because we are just happy you're here in 2023. Yes. So continue to join us as we talk shit about our favorite show, New Year, Same Us. But new new um, logo, new logo. If you may yes. have noticed. Woo! All right, guys. Let's creep. I kind of want to switch it up. I'm getting sick of the same, like, Let's creep. Oh gosh, okay. I don't know what, what it should be, do? but I'm just I'm just putting it out there into the universe. Maybe, maybe next episode it'll be different. We'll see. I think it should be creep, but maybe you can change up your variation. Like we could do a little TLC. So I creep. Yeah. Oh that's yeah. Fun that's good. Um, behind the scenes fact. Do you know that's mm-hmm. why it's named Creep? Because in the very start of the podcast, I I wanted to put their sound that so I creep. Yeah. yeah. In uh. And then, then you said no. Well, I was too afraid of getting flagged for a copyright. But because it's so small, it might actually be fine. Yeah. Yeah, I think we should start doing it. Wait, should we try right now? I feel like we can. I feel like music's different than just using people's, like, yeah. talking. But it's such a short thing that it's probably fine. Yeah. Whatever, we'll find out. Come at me, Chili. She's busy. She's dating Matthew Lawrence now, like... Did you see that? Who Chili? are you talking about? Oh, God. Do you not even know the members of TLC? I can't even with you, Jackie I mean, I Maroney. <laughs> Chili. Oh, God. Forget it. To everyone else, Chili from TLC is dating Matthew Lawrence, and it's like a flashback to 1995. I don't think that's like a normal person knowledge, the, the names of the members of TLC. Like, if you walk down the street, I don't think a lot of people would know T-Boss, Left Eye, and Chili. Okay, sound off in the it's comments below. In my soul. Do you know yeah, the sound names off in the of comments the members? Below. Of TLC. I know the Spice Girls. I know all their names. Okay. Well, you should. That is like part of your history. That's world history, people. That is. Okay. Okay. Um, well, let's creep, okay? Because Kristen Cavallari, Tyler Cameron, we have a lot to talk about here. Because I don't think it's just a matter of like, are they dating or aren't they dating? I think there's more layers here. So for yeah. those of you that don't know, they were spotted canoodling on New Year's Eve. I feel like you've done a deep dive into this. And I know that they were spotted together. And we also know... They did, like, he did some sort of photo shoot for her company a long time ago, and that's how they initially got, like, connected together. But I need you to, like, explain to me what the new update is, because I feel like you've done a deep dive, and I want to be able to, like, draw a conclusion at the end of this conversation. You know well, you've mean? come to the right place. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, thank well, you. Well, first and foremost, okay, so they were spotted together at New Year's Eve. They were all over each other. They were out with Caitlin Bristow and Jason Tardick, and then her best friend Justin Anderson, and some other guy. So it was like six people out in Nashville. And Kristen and Tyler were very much there as a couple. We don't know how serious they are. But so we have... um, Can I ask one question? Yeah. When you say they're all over each other, what evidence do we have of this? We're going to get to every piece of evidence we have. Okay, Okay. thank you. First and foremost, I'll just get to like our details. So... This story broke. Everyone's kind of like collectively scratching their head. And we have some She's All Batch listeners that actually saw them in the flesh because Nashville is not (gasps) Italy. People walk about Nashville and they could see you in plain sight and people did. So someone wrote me and said, Creeper sighting here. My nephew saw Kristen Cavallari with Tyler Cameron. My sister-in-law said they were all over each other at a hotel bar. She doesn't watch The Bachelor at all. 
but said from the looks of it, they are together in some way. But downside, she didn't get to smell him. Darn. Uh, Next time. I needed that extra piece of information. Okay. Funnily enough, we get another creeper spotting of someone else, a listener of She's All Batch, that saw them. <gasps> Amazing work, everyone. This is good I know. Work. Continue. But it references his smell again, which I'm like, <gasps> what have we done to everyone? <laughs> Little anonymous New Year's tea. Tyler Cameron and Kristen Cavallari came in my building together, held the door for them. Not starstruck, but I was a puddle. He's so much hotter in person. I said, ooh, any other tea? Did they kiss or show PDA? She said, they were very cozy walking in together. Did not get his smell. It was early <laughs> in the night and they were all dressed up. I was wearing sweatpants and no makeup. I was super awkward and opened the door for them. He's so much buffer in person and so much taller. So that's two people that saw them in the flesh that it wasn't just for the photos that they were taking. Yeah. Which... They didn't take the photos. Okay, so this is where I have the issue. People are kind of making it like Tyler and Kristen caught on camera. They're together. But, like, if you watch the, the stories of Jason Tardick, he's very, like, he's a little goofy on his stories. That's just my own opinion. But, like, mm -hmm. he's like, oh, And then they're in the background. And he, like, zooms in on them in the background. Like, they are not trying to hide that they were right, together. Right. But they're trying to make it look like they were hiding it. Like, neither of them posted photos of the other one. But yeah. Kristen reshared a photo that Caitlin shared of her and Kristen. So like they wanted people to know that they were out with that group, but well, they did not hiding it, but they're just not like broadcasting it. You know what I mean? But they're all over each other. Right, no, I know. So they're not like going out of their way to be like sneaky, but they're not gonna be like formal like they're not hard launching on their Instagrams like no, we are together. And I think that's a, a nice in between if that's where they're actually at. Right. So Us Weekly's headline is Kristen Cavallari and Tyler Cameron spotted getting cozy in the background footage from New Year's Eve with Jason and Caitlin. And that's what that rubbed me the wrong way because I'm like, this wasn't a Victoria and Greg that you literally spotted the back of their heads in front of the fountain of Trevi and you're like, was this Greg? We're not sure. Is it Johnny? No, like they were like dry humping on the on the dance floor at New Year's Eve, and yeah. this wasn't hidden. They're at a table, right. and and Jason is doing a circle of the entire table. It's almost like Jason likes the attention because like he got to be a part of it too. That's just how I took it. Like I watch mm -hmm. it. I feel like I would have expected this more from Caitlyn, but for Jason to be like, "Look what I have! I have some bachelor tea for you." So that's that. Something I realized though. That is, is, this is very convenient timing because January 10th is when mm. Back to the Beach season two podcast comes out. So everyone's okay. talking about Kristen Cavallari and in six days from the time of this recording, her podcast with Steven comes out. Hmm. I am a Kristen Cavallari fan and I, I'm pretty sure it was the Call Her Daddy podcast where she said she doesn't like being in the press. She doesn't like being in the, in the tabloids. However, when it's about her business and it's about something that can help her career-wise, she has no problem with it. I, I think this is like, ding, ding, ding. Like, we've cracked the case. Do you think maybe they're just good friends then? And good friends who maybe, like, hook up because, like, they're both very hot people and, like, why not? But do you think they're, they're just, like... Totally. Sh yeah, okay. Yeah. We're on the same page. Cool. Yeah, so Tyler, this was actually pointed out on Reddit, but Tyler went on a podcast a couple of months ago, the Yeah, But Who Cares podcast, mm -hmm. and he talks about a girl he was dating. And just listen to the clip, because this was interesting. All right, I'm into this girl right now. Mm -hmm. We've been on some dates, Ooh. like six dates. Can we see her after, after. the show? <laughs> and we've been on six dates. Six dates. Six, we're at number six, I, I keep counting. Holy shit, that's You're a lot like of dates. Married. <laughs> But like, but like, we don't text at all. We don't talk at all. Oh. It's just like, because we're both busy. It's like, 
are you available this week? No. Are you available that week? No. And then it's like, oh, we're both available this week. Then we go with, then we shut down the restaurant. Like have a have a blast. Like, like <laughs> it's a ball. Who shuts it down? What do you mean? Do you organize it or does she? No, no. I mean like I mean like we are there from like eight 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 oh, p.m. I thought you rent out like the restaurant. We ended up like. And then like we till till it closes like that's what I thought you were out. renting out the restaurants for this girl. Yo, I ain't Drake now. Come on. I totally thought he meant he was renting out the restaurants as well. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. Doesn't it sound like that girl could be Kristen though? Because I mean, obviously it could be anyone, but him saying like she's so busy and like Kristen is a single mother. She has every other week with her kids. Then she travels for her business all the time. She's a girl on the go, boss babe. I'm not surprised that she just like kind of. Doesn't have time to text him, and then they get together and have, like, a total blast. I feel like that could be her. And I also think she's one of the few women in the world that, like, would not be... She would be less into Tyler Cameron than Tyler is into her. Like, if this actually is Kristen Cavallari, I kind of see it as a situation where he's hot. So, like, if, if she has the opportunity to, like, grab dinner with him and, like, have a fun time, she's down. And she knows that it's good for her publicity when it comes to promoting her business. But she's not going to take him too seriously. She's way more famous than him. She's way more established. She, like, has kids. She, I, I don't see her legitimately, like, being like, yeah, Tyler Cameron is my boyfriend. But I could see Tyler Cameron being, like, fixated on her because she is totally. more famous than him and not giving him the time of day and she's hot. If that's the situation, that's what I think it is. Which I know is not very conclusive, but... No, I think it is, though. And I don't think she's doing anything shady by, like, no. even using the situation for publicity. But I agree that they are they probably are hooking up. They probably do hook up. But it's not, like, I don't think they're anything serious. And I think it's convenient timing to spend New Year's Eve together when in nine days from that you are launching your podcast. But to be honest, Kristen, I don't think your podcast needed Tyler Cameron as a boost. I feel like people, I love that podcast. I'm subscribed. I can't wait. Season two. I know you, you do love that podcast. You talk about it a lot. Do I? Yeah. That's just a fun fact that I know about you, that you listen to that podcast. We've been on a Hills like kick. Oh, can I do a side rant real quick? Cause I need to tell the thoughts mm-hmm. guys. So I was sick over Christmas week. I have COVID and I'm getting over it. Um, you'll tell in my interview at the end of the episode that like I'm way more sick than I did that earlier but um what got me through Christmas week is I know I'm late to the game but Whitney Port does a reaction series to the hills with her husband I highly recommend it so basically it's a YouTube series where her and her husband react to the entire series every episode is a new episode and I'm like well instead of binging the series like on Hulu I, I would rather watch it with Whitney and her husband they're like way more fun I will tell you that season two three and four there were several episodes where I literally was crying, like tears streaming down my face, laughing at her husband making fun of the show. And like Whitney's funny too. And she gave like, she gave good tea, but more just like she was really funny. Mm-hmm. If you are, if you like The Hills and you're interested in a rewatch, I highly recommend just uh, go to YouTube and it's Whitney Port like Hills rewatch series. You, I really am trying to get Jackie to do it too, because I, I think you'll like it. No, I think I would like it too. I'm just like, I've seen The Hill so many times. Do I have the time and energy to sit down and watch it again? But now I have the post binge fatigue when like mm. you're so excited. Like I looked forward every night to like, oh, now I get to watch my show. Yeah, and you now need I don't a new thing to fill the void. White Lotus? I don't know. No, I need to rewatch something I've already rewatched. Yeah, you love to do that. I feel like you don't watch new TV shows. You just watch the ones you've already seen. I'm rewatching Newlyweds, Nick and Jessica, because the entire series oh is on YouTube. So that's my new thing. 
I'll report Love back. Love it. But anyway, back to Kristen and Tyler. Yeah, my conclusion is from all of this evidence, they are good friends, maybe even more than friends, and hook up casually. She just likes him because he's hot, but it's not that serious on her end, and she likes the publicity when it can, can promote her business. But I could see Tyler Loki being obsessed and wanting it to be more, but Kristen will never let it be more. Um, I can I can see that. Yeah, I agree. Because otherwise, why would he bring it up on that other podcast and be like, guys, help me out. This girl, six dates, blah, blah, blah. Well, this was back in, like, November, that was. So that wasn't even recent. I'm just assuming. Still. So one more thing with Jason, like, going ham on his Instagram trying to show Kristen and Tyler. Like, he showed Kristen and Tyler more than he showed himself and Caitlyn. So yeah. there was a story that was actually deleted. And I'm going to play it here. And Jason is interviewing Tyler about why. Why did you come to Nashville for New Year's, Tyler? And yeah. this is how it went. What are you doing here in Nashville, buddy? Yeah. Just trying to figure out what's going on with you and Caitlin. Uh, <laughs> uh, Ty, what's going on with you here in Nashville, buddy? Why are you so bashful? What, I mean, I asked you about you and Caitlin. Are, are you single? Are you strong? Are you single? I'm weak. Are you strong? Are you single? Single since, uh, yeah, single. You're single. So what are you doing here in Nashville, Tennessee? Uh, I love the smell of burnt pine. Is that J- Jason asking Tyler, are you single? That's what he keeps asking him? And did Tyler answer him or no? He go, He said he's single. He's been single since whatever. I think the reason why I got deleted, one, it's kind of a silly video, but two, he goes, just trying to figure out what's going on with you and Caitlyn. And then then Jason pushes it back, and then Tyler goes, what's going on? And I think Tyler's just being silly, but it got everyone being like, whoa, what's going on with you and Caitlyn? the thing? Who told us that Jason and Caitlyn are, like, having problems? Because I remember you and me discussing this. Yes, because I remember we discussed, it was when we went to Rhode Island. I remember us talking about it. But who told us that? Like a thoughts or someone? I don't know. So, someone told us that they were having problems. Who would know that? That we saw I don't in know. Rhode Island, though. Jared, well, we were with Jared, Jared, but I don't think it wasn't Jared who said it. Maybe it was a thoughts that we were talking with. I should, was like, maybe oh, it was yeah, a I heard. Just said I heard rumors that they were having problems. Yeah, but, but that no was knows. back in the summer. There was rumors of them not really being in a great place, but kind of staying together for the business of it. And now that this thing comes up, and I think it's also there's a big topic of conversation that like they've been engaged for a really long time, and they're really weird when people ask them about planning the wedding. So I don't know. I think there's something there. Plant a seed. Well, no, we don't want to plant a seed. I don't want to plant. No, a the seed seeds already. We wrong. didn't plant the seed. The seed is already planted. What do you mean? I just I'm just calling it now. You're gonna sprinkle some water. I'm gonna call it right now that eventually they're not gonna ever get married and they may break up. I will say that's what my gut is telling me, but like you know we don't ever know what's going on behind closed doors. Maybe they're just going through a rough patch or something. I do think people also like base the status of someone's relationship on how much they post on social media, too, which is silly. But they post on social media all the time. They're influencers. I know, but we don't know. We're not like in their house watching them. I know. I'm just saying this is my opinion and I'm calling it when you heard it here first when it happens. You heard it here like second or or third because other people said it first, but we agree with them. I agree. I don't think they're like rock solid and I think that's why the video was taken down. Because I think he tried to make it look like he wanted to put Tyler on the spot 
and grill him and say, oh, you're single? Why are you in Nashville? To embarrass him. And then Tyler said that. But, like, there's no way Tyler would really be saying that to Jason. He would. I mean, they're friends. I don't know. It gets Jason to kind of, like, shut up a little bit. You know what I mean? I think that's exactly what you're saying. Yeah. He is, like, kind of pushing it back on him because I think Jason was, yeah, just trying to embarrass Tyler or trying to get him to, like, have to say something. And it's like, oh, all right, I'll push it back on you. You say something. But I think the video further proves that Jason loved being the person to share the news that Kristen and Tyler were together. It was like giving Nick at game night with Victoria and Greg. Mm. Like, he just yeah, loved yeah. that he was, like, the, the person to share it with everyone and was very in on that. So, yeah, good job, Jason. Engagement Thanks for sharing up. that tea. When him and Caitlin break up, they will be less powerful than they were as a couple. He needs to keep the engagement up for his brand deals. Well, he'll just go hang out with Kristen and Tyler and take some more selfie videos. Yeah, exactly. That's perfect. Good backup. Plan. Okay, moving on. So this one's kind of a silly little tidbit, but I don't know why no one is discussing this. So um, Blake and Gigi, our favorite couple, they celebrated their one year anniversary and they went to some like Airbnb somewhere in Colorado where there was natural hot springs. It looked beautiful. It looked so romantic. Love this journey for them. And I don't want this to come off as I'm like shading them for whatever they're doing as a couple because I do really like both of them. But they posted these like quote-unquote candid photos which are obviously not candid because like how could they be there's only two of them in this airbnb by themselves um they posted these candid like low-key naked photos of them in the hot springs which is like that looks like a beautiful moment for them absolutely go off but when you think about all of the steps it took to get those photos isn't it funny I just, like, I need to talk about this with someone. I think about that when I watch every single Instagram reel, every single TikTok, when it's something like that. And I'm like, okay, but you put your your phone on, you put the timer on, you made sure the lighting was good. You probably sat and edited the video and made sure it was perfect. Like, this isn't... And people forget. And then you read the comments and people are like, oh my God, throwing up, crying, (laughs) screaming, I'm so alone. And I'm like, guys, like this was a staged video. It's don't be jealous of that. But But also add in, they're naked too. So they're also like editing perfectly that you like can't see any of their private parts too. Because they're like, it's just private parts. Well, what what else do you want to call them? I don't don't know. know. Um, A penis and a vagina. Um, But like they're literally butt naked, both of them. But they had to like, so they both had to butt naked, prop up the phone against the hot springs, run inside, have their little moment, record it, record it, stop it, then edit out the parts where you could like see them full on naked to the parts where they were like tastefully covered. It's just very interesting. The life of an influencer. Wow. Have you seen Now and Then? You probably haven't. No. Please tell me you have. Oh my God, Jackie. Okay, you're like, you don't get your millennial badge. I'm like uh, on the cusp. I'm on the cusp. Well, I'm not really. I'm 1993. I think 95 is the actual cusp. Yeah, you're a millennial. You need to get your badge. I'm just going to embrace my youth. I love when it's like, you know this? And I'm like, no, I'm too young. No, I'm just so young and pure. (laughs) I'm such a baby. Anyway, I'm just a baby. (laughs) I just watched that yesterday. Um, So to my real millennials. Mm Mm-hmm. The scene in Now and Then when they steal the Wormers' clothes and then they have to run down the street and you see their little tushies running. That's Blake and Giannina running back to, like, they set up the camera and yeah. then they run and you just see their little butts running I know. to get into the, the water. But, I mean, here's the thing. Maybe they just wanted the video for themselves because they wanted, like, the cool memory of the hot springs. And then they looked totally. at the video and like, damn, this is hot. I want to share it. So no shade to them. It's just funny to think of, like, the behind-the-scenes logistics of the photo shoot. 
Absolutely. No, it looks like a beautiful romantic moment. Love that for them. The funny part is How that... How can people see it? Is it up still? It's on Giannina's page, and I think it was on Blake's story, so that one you won't see anymore. But it's still on, on Giannina's, I checked. The first photo is just of her, but then when you scroll, there's like a video of her and Blake... Um, oh my god pouring champagne for each other that's what I'm saying like especially because this video cuts to so many different positions oh, that I they're see in. Like, they mean. were recording themselves naked for a very long time like low-key making out they have footage of this is a cute video but I see what you mean this is super cute this is very nicely edited um yes. yeah they definitely have like an hour of video footage that they had to weed out in order to get yeah this no it is really cute I mean had this not been like, such a, a stage influencer moment, I'd be like, wow, romantic. I want to do that. Also, hot springs seem really cool, so I would do that. In one of the in one of the cuts, Blake is filming her. Like, how many... Enjoy the moment, guys. Like, how many videos do we need? It is funny. I feel like I would have a different opinion on this if this wasn't Blake, but it is Blake, so therefore, yay, I like it. Okay, moving on. I know, they're lucky they're likable as a couple. I, but I mean, like, it's cool. I would like to do it. I don't, I don't know. I think I would say in 2023, let's start living in the moment, guys. Yeah, I think that's a good resolution. And also, in, invest in yourself and join the She's All Batch Patreon, I would say, is another good. Um, <laughs> yeah. We have an insider story from our honorary thoughts, Macy. So Macy wrote me and she has a story and I wanted to share it here because I was going to wait till next week because we already recorded Bachelor Encounters, but it cannot wait. Also because it's okay. timely. Okay. Macy. She writes, okay, so not a real Bachelor Encounter, but I have a little story. So a few months ago on Becca Boops' podcast, she said she was giving away the decorations she, she used for Tommy's birthday. They're 90s themed. And my 30th is this month. The 6th, the day before you, because my birthday's the 7th. Happy oh, birthday, yeah. Macy. <laughs> So I messaged her and Tommy. Well, he responded and said, what's your address? I'll see what we have left. But she already offered to give them all away. So what do you mean I'll see what we have left? How many have you given away? Right. This was in June. So I sent this man my address and everything and then nothing. I may have been a little bit of a pest and kept reminding him, but I didn't want to get lost in his his DMs. Fair. In September, he finally wrote back and said he has to find it because they were remodeling the new house. Okay, great. Then nothing. I sent him a few more messages after that, and he's read them and no response. So it's safe to say he isn't sending them. But, like, I gave this man my address and everything. So Tommy and Boops are on my shit list. Got a girl's hopes up for nothing. <laughs> That's so strange. And I wanted to share because because this is coming out the day before Macy's birthday. So, Macy, we hope you're listening on your birthday. Happy birthday. And mm-hmm. do we need to send you some 90s decorations? Like, when's your party? Do we have enough time? I'll send you some yeah. 90s decorations. I think that's weird when people say, I'm giving something away, let me know if you want it, and then when you try to retrieve said item, they're, like, ghosting you. Like, why are you even trying yeah. to give it away? Well, or just I'm, say there's none left. I gave it all did away. Did they either give it to someone else, because maybe that's what Thomas meant when he was like, I'll see if we have any left, and then he, they he realized they gave them to someone else, and he didn't want to give you the bad news, so he just ignored you, which is not right, but... Whatever. Or they never had any intention of sending them anyway. They, sh- they just wanted to, like, look like good people. Well, what's weird is I'll see what we have left. What's your address? Like, why take her address if you don't even, like, that's what she's uncomfortable about. She's like, I sent them my address. I don't think Tommy yeah. and Boops are going to, like, come and, like, rob your house. But, like, why get their, why get her address if you have no intention of sending her the stuff? Well, it's weird because he said, well, I'll see what we have left. So that makes me. Yeah. 
think they're sending it to multiple people or they already sent it to someone. But, like, how many decorations are there, people? I don't think and, there's and that why, many to go around, yeah. clearly. Why didn't Becca chime in, though, too? Because she was the one that said it on the podcast. So, like, that's obviously why Macy wrote them in the first place. I think she was just throwing Tommy on the thread to be Was nice, this an email? This was DMs, right? Yeah. DMs. And she oh, DMs she both said, of them at the same time in, in the same thread? Yeah, and she sent okay. me the DMs, and she's hilarious. And she'd be like, yoo-hoo, like, hello, and, like, was very much, like, oh crying God. them. I love a girl who can follow up and circle back. So good job, Macy. Good job, Macy. But thoughts on this. Like, don't say you're giving something away. You've ruined Macy's birthday. Now she has no decorations. Right, no decorations. It's also just strange to take someone's address with no intention to, like, send them something. I know, like you said, I don't think they're going to do anything with it. But it's just, like, I would feel weird that my address was out there to them. Unsend that message. You know how you can unsend on Instagram DMs? Oh, yeah, unsend it. You could do that. Unsigned it. That's yeah. our that's our um, professional advice. Yeah, just in case. And then I think you should write them a new DM and say, Salutations, Tommy and Boops. You ruined my birthday. I'm now going to be sitting in a plain white room with white walls in the middle of the room on a chair. Did she say it's her 30th you. birthday? Yeah, that's Exciting. why she wanted, like, I guess these, yeah, happy birthday. Hopefully this, that we made, like, a little story about her. Hopefully this made up for them ruining yeah. your birthday. Seriously. Also, your birthday is this weekend. My birthday is Saturday. Yeah, guys, yeah, what, what are you are guys doing? doing for it? Oh, I meant what are you guys doing? We're all as FOTS throwing yeah, you Yeah, what are, what are you in the FOTS? Do you guys have something planned like a, um, a barbershop quartet? A virtual quartet? surprise party? A virtual barbershop quartet? Or what's it called? Um, a flash mob outside my house. Yeah. You just wait on January 7th for that flash mob of me and all the thoughts that'll be there. You come down my block and you're like, it's Clayton's Corner. <laughs> Ugh, the best song in America. What is it? Like the, the best of, what's like those, I can never talk. What's it called? What is what called? <laughs> the best of what? Like a roundup? Like when you have, the... oh, greatest hits, greatest hits. Like she's all batch greatest mm. hits. And it's like Clayton's Corner, Let's Creep. What's our other ones? Those are our only songs? two songs. We need to write some more. On the charts? Yeah. We have more songs than that. Do we? I don't know. Sound off in the comments below if we do have <laughs> Okay. All right. Well, those are the creeps we have for this week. On to the next segment. I never say that. What do I say? Moving on. Yeah, you always say moving on. But I like segment. My husband, when we first started, he's like, are you trying to make moving on a thing? And I'm like... Uh, no, I'm literally just saying moving on. Like, it's not right. a thing. I didn't invent that phrase. I'm like, yeah, screw you. No. That's like saying, like, hi and bye. Like, right. It's very much just, like, explaining what we're doing. We I'm are literally telling on. you what we're doing. <laughs> right. Well, moving on, Russ. That's my husband. <laughs> okay, guys. So it is a new year, new you. If your New Year's resolution has anything to do with saving money or sticking to a stricter budget, you guys honestly need to check out Rocket Money. For me personally... I am actually trying to be better at tracking my money and sticking to a monthly budget and Rocket Money has made it so easy. It's doing all of the work for me because I don't know how to like get a little spreadsheet and like track all my expenses and Rocket Money has done all the work. It's amazing. Rocket Money, it's formerly known as Truebill. It's a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending and helps you lower bills all in one place. It's actually so helpful too because I feel like this is literally the tale as old as time. 
you sign up for like a free trial of a streaming service or like whatever and then obviously after the free trial you forget to cancel it and totally forget about it and then you're just constantly being charged every single month for something that you literally never use i did this once with um a specific streaming service to literally watch one thing and then ended up paying for it for like eight or nine months until rocket money finally called it out for me once i started using it and it's so cool because also too rocket money will cancel the subscription for you because they don't make it easy to cancel subscriptions you usually have to like call someone and go through all the hassle and rocket money will literally send you an email you press a button like in the app right mm -hmm. and you just say cancel and then rocket money like contacts them and cancels for you so that's huge too because sometimes you're like you're seeing this charge for $8.99 and you're like I could cancel this and spend a whole afternoon trying to talk to a human <laughs> or I could just pay the $8.99 and sometimes unfortunately I do just pay the $8.99 and that's got to stop. It's got to stop and I think moms you may understand where I'm coming from but my son has signed up for things on the TV without knowing. Oh like my all God. of a sudden <laughs> we're we're signed on to like Sling TV and I'm like what the fuck is this but it's like um, <laughs> a button on the Roku remote and he signs up for it just by pressing it. And I'm like, oh my God. So Rocket Money has come in handy to be able to weed through all of the subscriptions that I didn't even sign up for. So very clutch here. Very sneaky of Charlie to be doing I that. Know. Seriously. <laughs> so guys, stop throwing your money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage all of your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash allbatch. That is rocketmoney.com slash allbatch. All right, Jackie, I think it's time for Bachelor Encounters. What do you say? I say, yeah, I think it's that time too. Okay. For those of you that don't know Bachelor Encounters is when you guys submit your stories of meeting Bachelor Nation in the wild. We read about it on air. It's a good time. It's an amazing time. I can't think of a more fun time actually than sitting here on Zoom listening to Bachelor Encounters with you. Yeah, me too. Listening and okay. reacting. And I hope you guys react like whenever you're listening to, like in your car. I'm sure they do. Yeah. Okay, so this listener actually went to the New Year's Eve gala dinner and party with Blake and Giannina. They, oh, They cool. hosted like an event. So we have a very recent one. Yeah. She wrote me and said that she was going and that she was going to report back. So then she writes me again and says, okay, so my summary from the night. They were both really nice, just as beautiful in person. Blake interacted with a lot of the people at the pre-party. G didn't seem to walk around to chat as much as he did. We talked to them for about five minutes and she complimented my hair. He complimented my husband's beard. And overall, they came across genuine. His DJ set was dot 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 good but nothing Aww. special didn't get a great read on their relationship because they were separate so much or just taking pics with guests the dinner was first and that was advertised as the opportunity to meet and greet with them as the hosts they're so nice seems like a good night still yeah come on our patreon episode at giannina seriously i do think it's kind of like she said that she didn't see them together a lot as a couple because they were working the event and that probably mm -hmm. sucks because this is their first New Year's as a yeah. couple. I'm sure they want to like be like romantic and stuff and yeah. work in the floor. They're working, getting that money. This next one is about our bestie, Nick Vial. Besties, just keep manifesting that. Hi ladies, I have a bachelor encounter from today with Nick Vial. I saw that he was doing a book signing about 30 minutes from my house, so I figured why not? And I went with a friend. The book signing was in Wisconsin, which is where he's from. While we were waiting in line, the staff person told us that Nick is running late and he is finishing up eating lunch. The book signing was supposed to be at 2 o'clock. Nick arrived at approximately 2.06 with Natalie and his parents. I think a few other family members were there as well. 
While we waited, Natalie went to Starbucks next door and bought Nick a coffee. Unfortunately, I did not find out his Starbucks order, but Natalie told us she got a sugar cookie and almond milk latte. Oh, for herself. Okay. When my friend and I got to meet Nick, he was very nice. We asked him if he ended up buying property up north in Wisconsin, which was on his IG story. He told us that he didn't buy it yet, but when he does, it will be for his parents. He stated that it's not for sale yet, but we are fans of each other, meaning him and the owner, okay? I also made sure to ask him where he went to lunch since that was the reason he was late. It was overall a good experience and he was so friendly. It was also not as busy as I was expecting it to be. Where did he go to lunch? That's what I was about to say. You're leaving it on a cliffhanger. I mean, probably like a grilled cheese next door. Yeah. yeah. Um. I don't know. I just feel like there's a lot in here. A lot of funny little tidbits. Also, I a appreciate lot of the details. The pr- yeah, so many details to comment on. The promptness. Like I consider two o six. If you said you're going to be there at two, like on time, to apologize for lateness, but you're actually just arriving at two o six. I think that's very prompt. Um. I mean, I believe that early is on time. Okay. So we feel differently about this we controversy. Two o six is late. I don't think two o six is late enough to have it be a detail in the story. But we're not knocking the details. We love the details. Please No, no, them. we love the details. <laughs> but I think, I don't know if that would have been important enough to mention. You mean like from the people at the signing to be like, sorry guys, Nick's late. Like if I was at a yeah. book signing and it was 2.06 and Nick was sh- supposed to show up at 2, I wouldn't be like, oh my God, he's so late. Yeah. I wouldn't be mad about it. He wasn't finished with his grilled cheese. Yeah. The cliffhanger. And he's buying here. property for his parents. Nick must be rolling in it. Well, we know the podcast is popping off and he makes a lot of money from that. And I think that's really nice that he wants to do something for his parents like that. I thought no, that was that's sweet. super nice. I put up an ask on Instagram recently and asked people for random bachelor encounters. And this one's also about Nick. It's very short, but I thought it was worth telling. She said, I used to work at Salesforce with Nick Vial, which is the job he had before oh. he ever went on the show. She said circa 2014, and I kicked him out of a conference room. <gasps> Why? So I write back, and I said, I need to hear this story. She said, LOL, we both worked at Salesforce, and you typically book a room for your 30- or 60-minute call. And I had the room he was in, but his was running over, and I had to be like, hi, excuse me, please leave. It's typical in the sales world. Just funny that it was Nick. I think that it's is so really funny, because I could, I could picture his reaction like, I mean, did I go over my time slot? Yeah. Is it a big deal? No. I'll leave the room. <laughs> Like, I couldn't imagine Nick, like, the only thing worse than Nick <laughs> is, like, Nick in the office. I'm sure he was so, like, smug. Especially because as a girly who sometimes still works in an office, my biggest pet peeve in the whole world is people that run over meetings. I think it is so rude and selfish. Mm-hmm. And Nick would do that. Nick would be like, oh, well, we have to finish this conversation. Like, nothing is that important. (laughs) People have blocks of time in other meetings to get to or another thing that they decided to Mm -hmm. do in that 30 minutes after the meeting. And if you think that whatever you have to say is more important and you're going to keep people sitting there, can't stand it. Mm. And Nick would. Imagine reporting to Nick. I don't know how high up he was at this job. I think it was, like, mid-level. Like, nothing super. Like, I don't think he was a big boss. But what if he managed, like, the interns? Like, I, if you worked for Nick Vial, I need to know how he was like in the office. This is just fascinating to Report me. Report back. I feel like he would be, like, kind of an office weenie. Like, someone who takes his job really seriously and, like, mm. you know? Like, a little bit of a, like, whoever's, like, the suck-up in school ends up becoming the office weenie, you know? Yeah. Uh-huh. First one in, last one to leave, but, like, not in a cool like CEO way in like a weenie way. Yeah, no, not in like a really working hard way in like a, oh, well, appearances. I have to, like someone who talks about how fucking busy they are all the time mm-hmm. just for the sake of perception. Oof. Yeah. 
Well, that's why he went over in this meeting. Exactly. That's why you think you're so important. Everything is so, like, we are not doctors. Nick Vial was not a doctor. Nothing we do is that serious, guys, in corporate life. It can wait. So someone submitted to me an encounter about meeting Ben Higgins at a Pilates class. Oh, a man who does Pilates. Love. Okay, continue. (laughs) He was an ambassador for a local Pilates studio in Denver where I worked out. He seemed down to earth and very nice. I didn't talk to him just to make him, but he seemed approachable. We also went to the same church in Denver where he was always mobbed. And I said, oh my God, being mobbed at church? She said, like, lots of single girls always asking to take pictures with him. And I think this was before he met his now wife. I mean, you don't want to be mobbed by girls in front of the Lord. No, you don't. Yeah. Can you imagine, like, going to church, trying to, like, hit on Ben Higgins, but trying to do it in a sly way? Because, like, you're at church. I would go. You're like, even though I don't really go to my church. My sister and, like, in Christ. And, like, you know what? You, like, pretend to do all the... Pr- yeah, like, if you weren't even that religious, but you're going to, like, try to run into Ben Higgins casually. And you, like, sit there with a book and say all the prayers. Just to, like, get closer to Ben. that's a funny image. Yeah, exactly. Or, like, sit kind of near him. You know how they do, like, peace be with you? Just like, even try to make eye contact. (laughs) Yeah, I would always, like, if even if Ben was on the opposite side of the room, I would get up to his pew and be like, hey, peace be with you. Come here. Offer the peace. Yeah. Yeah. Great icebreaker. Right. He's like, um, weren't you sitting, like, 20 rows back? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We have another one about him that's quick, so I'll throw this one in. He came to our local bookstore to talk about his coffee company and his book. His book. Yes. Oh my god. Wait, what? His book. Do we know this? It's, I don't remember the title. Broken? Isn't it like Broken or something? Yeah, I'll look up the title. Hold on. But the only reason I know he has a book is because when we got on our first ever call with Ben Higgins, we've talked about this on the podcast, guys. Our first time ever meeting Ben Higgins virtually, we first got on a call with him to discuss things and then we did the interview. And I remember showing it to my friends just because it was like a a crazy interaction with Ben Higgins and he has the book propped up perfectly behind him in that whole video and I'm like you would his book title is alone in plain sight yes 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 yes. dark so pretty close to like a sad lonely boy broken that's what I thought it was something like that I think that's the vibe Yeah. yeah okay um so oh did I finish oh no I didn't finish so he's at the coffee company he's there to talk about his coffee company and his book You could meet him if you paid a small fee. When I introduced myself, I said, Hi, I'm Lauren. Sorry, I know that's not the best name for you. So cringe, but he was very nice about it. I said, did he react to that? Also, how much was the fee? She said, he just kind of awkwardly laughed. The fee was pretty cheap, maybe $20 to $30. I think that's actually pretty pricey. I think that's really expensive just to meet Ben Higgins. That's a lot. We could ask our bestie because we actually have, that's not like Nick. We We have a direct line of... Mm-hmm. Direct line of what's it called? Communication. Yeah. Contact? Yeah. I don't know. What are you trying to say? I don't even know. Yeah. We could we could ask Ben if we want to. Maybe it wasn't not knocking that you don't know what you're talking about, but maybe it was twenty dollars to buy a bag of coffee or to buy his book. I'm sure it was about getting book and coffee sales and not just getting a random appearance fee. I'm sure he would donate it to whatever Yes. Like generous coffee puts money towards because I know that's like a nonprofit company. Like I don't see him pocketing the twenty thirty dollars just to meet him, but I still do think that's like pretty expensive. If that's just to meet him, but if it's twenty thirty dollars and you get a bag of coffee and a book and you get to meet him, I think that's fair because I think the coffee yeah. and the book will probably be that anyway. Equal that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh wait, hold on. Next line. It was back in twenty eighteen, and we got a bag of his coffee along with the meet and greet. Okay, shall we okay. look up how much the coffee is? I feel like I I don't really buy a coffee in bags like that, but I feel like 
isn't $20-$30 like expensive for a bag of coffee too? But I do think to be said Generous Coffee is a nonprofit, so it's not really about the coffee it's about donating to that's true like what Generous yeah, Coffee does. Yeah you're not does. just buying the coffee you're buying the cause and I'm gonna find how much it is though hold on. I'm like how much is a normal bag of coffee bag? of coffee price we get you the details here oh my goodness okay okay for dunkin donuts original blend seven dollars and 96 cents on amazon okay generous coffee a light colombian bag is 17.99 so i actually feel like this is probably that's not bad so if it was 20 dollars, i bet the what two dollars is just like maintenance fees you know maintenance fees administrative it's like when you return something and they charge you five dollars to put it back on the shelf. Where are they charging you, you $5 know, like stores, when you return when something? Stores that do that, what do they call A restock fee. You've never seen a restock I've fee? I've never paid one, no. Sometimes if you buy something and then you return it, they're like, well, we have to walk all the way to that shelf and you need to pay the $5 so we can do that. I've literally never seen that in my life. Wow. Where are the stores that are doing this? I don't we know. need to report them because that's <laughs> It's illegal. Up. Sound off in the comments <laughs> below if you've experienced restock fees. We need justice. We will not stand and let this happen any longer. That's messed up. I'm sorry. Okay, well, those are all the Bachelor encounters we have for this week. There will be more next week. Also, I just want to say, too, um, because I have gotten a few messages like this. If you've sent a Bachelor encounter and it hasn't been read on the show, one, I may have missed it, so always follow up if you think that it's a good one and that we would want to read it. But two, we have a Bachelor encounter Patreon episode that is coming out. Is that one going to be the first one of this month? Which one um, are you editing? It, it could be. Which one? We've recorded like two at this point. Yeah. So it, it could be. I don't know. Maybe. maybe. Okay. It's coming out this month and we saved a lot of Bachelor Encounters for that episode. So it may be in that episode. Again, I maybe am dropping the ball. So don't feel bad with following up. But also just, you know, we'll get to everyone's as, as much as, as soon as we can. We only do it like three to four per episode. So it's kind of hard to get to everyone's. But we will get there. Don't worry. Okay. Um. Yeah. Moving on. Okay, guys. Oh, also, I'm like getting over COVID, so I'm a little like rough. So bear with me. But okay, guys, we have Joshua Albers here. You know him from Caitlin's season of The Bachelorette. And we also saw him on Paradise. Joshua, thank you for coming on. She's all batch. You're very welcome. Thank you. Excited to chat with you. This is our first interview of 2023. So we got to make it a good one. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. Hell yeah. So Really funny. So my co-host Jackie and I road tripped to Jared and Ashley's coffee shop over the summer and we saw there was a rose that you welded proudly displayed right by the register. Yeah. Did yeah, you no. was that your rose that from the show from Caitlin season or did you weld them their own rose? Nope, I made them their own. That's and, so uh, cool. And got that display case form and we actually my wife is from Rhode Island, so we went down there for our daughters birthday party we took her down there so that you know that side of the family could meet her and we went into the coffee shop and that's where we actually had our party was at, oh, cute. at, the, at audrey's so i had made i had made that so i could give it to them just for the simple fact that their their coffee joint is very bachelor bachelorette themed yeah i know that was awesome that was really cool to see and the first thing i asked jared was like is that the one from the show do we know where the original one is in like a museum somewhere <laughs> uh actually when everything that happened with sean and caitlin happened uh sean actually sent it back to me so i have it oh wow wait so she kept it with sean and then they broke up and then he decided to send it back to you 
Yes, because okay. uh, from from what I understand was that she was thinking about um, auctioning it off, and he cool. thought he he thought that I I might want to have it back instead of uh, having it go somewhere that nobody yeah. really knows where it went. So so where is it with you? Uh, it is displayed next to another rose that I made for uh, the recording of the the show, like the when when the producers come to your house and they introduce kind of your 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 home and your lifestyle yeah. to the mm -hmm. audience well i had a they wanted me to make a rose for that so i have i have it sitting next to that rose and i have it sitting next to the one i made my wife oh like that's really cute a little behind the scenes yeah. there wait so you talk about when the producers come to your house and film like the pre like hi i'm joshua i'm blah 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 i work here mm-hmm it's obviously, do they tell you in advance what they need you to do? And like, how staged and phony is that? Like, I see business it's, guys on the phone and they're like, we have to get the files in by 2 p.m. And like, that's obviously not a real call. Oh, it's so staged. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, they, uh, I mean, I'm a welder and the, <laughs> the producer asked if I could do some welding with my shirt off. And <laughs> I thought, no, no, I don't think I really do. Oh, come and, on. Uh, like uh it was freezing it was so cold here when they when they filmed mine and they had me yeah they had me stacking hay with no shirt and just like a really small tank top and it was nice. wildly cold out but yeah they they just just like the show itself they they put you in situations they think are gonna be fun to watch or sexy i yeah. guess if you want to say uh well so you were on caitlin and Britt's season did you want it to be caitlin or Britt when you first showed up uh, I first showed up, I wanted it to be Caitlin just because of her personality seemed a lot more of what I was interested in. Okay. And then you got your way because mm -hmm. she became the bachelorette. How did you end up on the season? Did you apply? Did friends nominate you? I, uh, I applied out of boredom. Uh, <laughs> I'd never watched the show just a night after work and I was bored. So I was flipping through the TV stations and the bachelor came on and it, it was Chris Soul's season. And, oh no, who was it? It was, it was whoever the bachelorette was before Chris. Bachelorette? Yes. Okay. I'm so bad at the reverse. Um, oh, yeah, I don't, I don't have whoever it was. I don't even know. Um, yeah. Well, Andy, but, uh, Andy Dorfman. Was it Andy? Well, because okay. Andy dated Chris and then Chris became the bachelor. So oh. Andy. Okay. So a little thing popped up on the screen and it said, do you have what it takes to be the next bachelor? And, you know, like I said, I'd never tried. I've never watched the show, but I thought, damn, I can. I knew kind of like the basis of it. And I mm -hmm. thought I, I'll, I'll certainly give it a try dating yeah. 26 women. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll give it hell. Uh, but I was not aware that in order to be the bachelor, mm. you first had to be on the bachelorette. So I applied, I answered like the 10 questions. I sent him a headshot and, uh, I'd completely forgot. I'd even done it completely forgot because six months later they called me. And they were, hey, this is so-and-so with The Bachelorette. And I thought, well, I don't know what you're talking about because I applied to be The Bachelor. Yeah, yeah. look, I'm not looking for that. Yeah. I want to be the main guy. I, I don't want to be with 25 other guys. I just yeah. want to be the one guy. And they explained it to me how it happens. And, and then they wanted a video. And then they wanted more questions. And they wanted mm. more pictures. And and then uh, then they flew me to L.A. for the final audition. And yeah. Well, I think it's interesting that you said that you didn't watch the show prior because on Caitlyn's season you were pretty much the main person who was very vocal about not wanting Nick on the show 
And I like to think that that's a producer pulling you to the side saying like, Joshua, isn't this fucked up that Nick is here? Like you go tell him that he shouldn't be here. So what is the truth? After the show, a lot of people came up to me and they're like, look, you should have just focused on the girl and not the guy. To, so, you know, so you could get further and just focus on her. And, and had I had I watched previous seasons, I probably would have known that that's what most of the guys do. But um, I couldn't I couldn't not do that because just as a guy, when you're with the other guys, you're going to see how they act when she's not around, which is what happened when I guess, you know, pe- people say that I ratted out. uh JJ at the very beginning and oh who else was that started with a C what was his name Clint Clint yeah who sadly passed away yeah uh but they were completely different guys when when the Caitlin wasn't around and mm-hmm. I just really think that if a girl's going to potentially get engaged and marry a man she should know what they're like when they're not around and and right. and Nick I just even to this day, I've seen him a few times after the show. And, you know, when you come from a smaller town, you're used to seeing good people, genuine people. And he just really stuck out like a sore thumb to me that it's just, you know, I said it on the show quite a bit. He just didn't seem like a very genuine individual. So I know I, I didn't like him, but it was the very, the episode where all the guys kind of ganged on me there when we were at that little ranch when I, when I did pull Caitlin aside and I was like look here's the deal you're like everyone's mad and then she's like everyone who else and then no one stood up for you yeah you made it look like you were lying but you weren't lying yeah I mean even after even after I got sent home when they went to Ireland there was some footage of the guys talking about not wanting Nick there but that that scene was put on by the producers um they knew how much I didn't like him and uh one of the main producers pulled me aside and he had a couple of shots with him and he he sat me down and he goes here's the deal we think you could be the hero of the season oh and they handed me a shot and they're like they off, offered it to me and they were going to take theirs and i said no what are you talking about man like what's this about and they're like we really think you should pull caitlin aside and let her know you know and tell her about nick and and all this and i thought nah that's you know, I, I had my one shot with Caitlin here. I had my time with her. All the other guys have had one moment with her. You know, I'm not going to be the only guy who steals her to have a second session of, of you know, chatting with her. They're like, but here's the deal. If you do this, we can guarantee you that you're going to go this much farther. You're, she's going to pass you on here and you're just going to be the hero. The guys are going to like thank you and, and, and celebrate you for doing this. And uh, he tried for it. He, Took him about 20 minutes to convince me. And finally I was like, all right, let's uh let's go ahead, let's do it. And and they told me where she was gonna be. So I just happened to be there waiting for her when she showed up. And that's that's when it happened. That's when I pulled her aside and I, I told her what me and all the other guys had been talking about up to that point. And little did I know that the guys were watching it happen through the window of the room they were in. And the whole time I thought I was being kind of cool about what was going on. They knew I was lying to their face because they saw that I was in that church with her. And... Oh, because you lied about getting more time with her, right? Yes. Yes. You said you were just doing um, an interview. Yeah, I was doing a, a one-on-one interview when in time, you know, you know, in reality, I was with her. So that <clears throat> that hurt knowing that 
they knew I was lying to them because, you know, they, they were all buddies at the time. And, you know, most of them still are, don't get me wrong. But, uh, yeah, and then when none of them stood up for me and admitted that, yeah, well, a lot of us have the same feelings, that was horrible. Did you ever horrible. question why they they threw you under the bus, though? Did you, like, afterwards, like, why did you do that? Um, no, I was, I was still kind of, uh, <clears throat> I was just still kind of hurt that they did do that. Um, mm -hmm. I know that everybody there, when you're on that show, you're, you're all looking out for your own, you know, you're, you're looking out for number one mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, had like, like Sean told Caitlin the next day when he had his one-on-one -on -one date with her, that he felt that a lot of them were just kind of tucking their tail, uh, mm -hmm. and, and trying to stay out of out of that whole mess is to not be included in, in that drama. So did you actually see Nick on Andy's season though? Cause you said that you didn't watch it prior. Nope. Nope. I'd so, only known from some of the other guys that he was on that season. Okay. So when you, but when you like kind of approached Nick, like I remember when he came, when he came in and was settling down with you guys and you're like, you already had your season. Like, why do you want another one? The fact that you didn't watch his season makes me feel like was someone egging you on to kind of like go against him? No, but Tanner was a a bachelorette connoisseur. He he's I mean, he knew all about that season and, and we listened to him talk about him when um when we'd found out that Nick was gonna be showing up. So, you know, Tanner pretty much let all of us know what he was about, how it happened. And just just the fact that he'd had, you know, like I said on the show, just the fact that he had his shot and he had his 15 minutes of fame and now he's coming onto another show with a different girl, a new set of guys, mm -hmm. knowing exactly how the game, the game is played. It just it didn't settle right with me. Plus, I was kind of drunk. Uh, <laughs> that when helps. He, when, when, when us guys got sent home from our date doing that musical, the Aladdin musical, when we got sent home, the producers took us to a bar before they took us back to the, the hotel. And when you go to a bar with the producers, they have this black company credit card. So they were like, drink up, boys. They were doing that because right after that, you were going home to see that Nick had joined the house? Yes, yes. Oh. But it was also because we... We were all kind of bummed we got sent home because we had no idea that, you know, usually if you're on a group date, you're on a group date the whole night. We didn't know that if we didn't make the cut to get the part that Cupcake got with the little tiny part in the Aladdin that mm -hmm. if they didn't choose us, we all left. So that was the only bit of time we had. So we were bummed we had to leave without even really getting a, a real date. Something tells me it was more about getting you drunk in anticipation of seeing Nick and less about cheering you up because you didn't get the group date with Caitlin. That's what, I mean, just my opinion. I don't really know. That's uh, a very, very strong likelihood, but it, yeah. it worked. It worked both ways because yeah, they I mean, left there feeling better and they probably got their additional drama because I was a little bit tipsy when I, when I spoke up. Right. That little gathering. Another infamous moment you had that season was your haircut that you got from Caitlin yeah. So for listeners who maybe don't remember, Caitlin, I think she told you that she can cut hair and you're like, okay, go ahead and cut my hair. And she gave you like an uneven haircut. Oh, it was awful. It was horrible. How did this come <laughs> about 
what we didn't see on TV, though, because I don't think she just like whipped out a pair of scissors. Uh, so she did. She, that was that was something she had kind of made known to the other guys was she'd had her uh, license in in cutting hair. Uh, and I thought, guy, what's what's something I could do on this show? What's something I could attempt that that hasn't been done on the show before? And I'd ask the producers if anybody had gotten their hair cut by a by the the star the lead of the show. And they said, no. And I thought, God, that'd be kind of a, that'd be kind of a good way for me to express how much trust means to me in a relationship. Here's the scissors. Here's the clippers. Do whatever you want to my hair that you like. I'm going to trust, trust that you don't ruin me. And I had, a, I had attempted to do it on a couple of other dates when we were at Met stadium in New York, I wanted to do it, but uh, we kind of ran out of time and, and Nick, was with her an awful long time. And so finally, when it happened in San Antonio, I was like, okay, as long as she doesn't shave me bald or give me a mohawk, she can do whatever she wants. And mm. I told that to producers and only the producers. No shaving bald and no mohawk. And they're like, all right, great, great. We'll have everything set up. She just go go and grab her when she's done with Nick. So I did, and uh, they had me go to this place where they had set up with the clippers and the squirt bottle. And, and as she's cutting my hair, she goes, so what What do you want? I was like, I said, do whatever you want. And she goes, oh, even a mohawk? And I thought, damn it, the producers had to have told her that those were the two things not to do. So naturally, that's to get that TV drama. That was probably what they said. Hey, offered to give him a mohawk. Well, why couldn't you just say, no, I, can you do something else instead? Or you just wanted to give uh, in? I guess I just trust and why not, I guess. Okay. I mean, I'm, I'm already on a show in, in front of millions of people. Why not just get a mohawk, I guess. Why not? Okay. So the, <clears throat> unfortunately, about two or three minutes into it, the batteries on the clippers started <sighs> to die. So instead of her cutting my hair, it was actually ripping the hair out of my, out of my scalp. <laughs> I could I could hear it and feel it ripping out as she was dragging the buzzers through my hair. And then she just quit, I guess, right there. Didn't, didn't want to use the scissors. Instead of using the squirt bottle, she just dumped the bottle of water on my hair to get it wet. And... <laughs> you're like, um, I you're not getting a tip after this. This is yes. not zero, zero trust points earned in that. Yeah, bowl. seriously. Did you end up going? You had that hair for like an episode or so, right? When did you go home? How long did you have the hair on TV? Uh, I had it for the one more day because it was the day after was the the the, the rose ceremony and the, the final night that we could uh, hang out with her and chat with her. So they asked if I wanted to get my hair fixed. And I said, nope, nope. That'd kind of be a slap in the face of Kate. Like by a professional? Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Wow, that's surprising. Yeah, and I told him no. I said, uh, I, I just want to, I want to leave it to show her that I'm not afraid to sport this magnificent haircut that she gave I think, me. honestly, it did show a lot about you, though. And it showed that you were, you can laugh at yourself. And I thought that was cool. So I think oh, that yeah. probably earned some points with Caitlin, even though you then went home. Uh, then, then she sent me home. Yeah. Yeah. So Back I don't know if that mattered. Sent me, sent me packing my bags and walking through the airports looking like a meth addict. Oh yeah. My... You're like, after you get sent home, you're like, can I get that professional to fix me up? Or was that only when I stayed on the show? 
Yeah. So I got, I got home, I got home and I went right to the barber, the lady who I've gone to since I was just a youngster. And I said, do, do what you can just, you can't, you can't screw me up any worse. Just make it look decent. So you're off the show, but then you get called to go to paradise. How long do they, what is that situation? How long between you leaving versus them calling? Uh, I got sent home from, from Caitlin in, uh, I think it was April. It was right before Easter. And then they filmed paradise in June. Oh, wow. Quick. So I was, I was only home for a few weeks before they called and, and asked if I'd be interested. And naturally they say, if, if you come on, who would you want and who wouldn't you want there? Oh, they asked for both. I didn't know. Oh yeah. Sure. What did you say? Uh, I didn't, I didn't know who I wanted there because I hadn't seen any of the pre the previous seasons. So I didn't know any other women I'd be interested in. True. And I said, I don't want JJ there because I want to enjoy my time there. Who is JJ the was going, I... oh, hands down. He was going to be on their list though. Yeah. Oh, sure. And, and, and even if he wasn't, as soon as I said that, I'm sure they probably wanted to bring him on because drama. Totally. Yeah. And you guys brought good drama together. Um, so we've asked pretty much everyone this uh, about payment for Bachelor in Paradise. If you don't, mm. don't want to share, you don't have to. But are you willing to share what they paid you to go to Paradise? Yeah, I, I got um, I got four hundred a day. Uh, we're not paid to be on Bachelorette because we, you know, we we volunteer to go there. But yeah, uh, Paradise since they call us, they gave us. Uh, daily payment i got 400 i know i know another individual i'm not gonna say his name but uh he kind of sold his soul uh because they approached him and was like here here's the deal man um we'll give you 900 a day if you do what we tell you to and it's not gonna end up looking good for you joe bailey i won't say names Okay, but I'm really good at this, so I'm going to guess from Bailey. Um, so we're big Tenley fans here. You went the distance with her, but she called it off at the end. Mm-hmm. You weren't planning to propose, though, but did producers, like, throw that idea your way? Um, yeah, and they tried, they tried many times to get me to say on camera that I was falling in love with her. Uh, but I, I just refused because that, that wasn't the truth. Um, okay. I, I liked her a lot, but I wasn't about to say that I loved her, Mm -hmm. but yeah, they're always saying, should we get a ring? Do you love her? Are you thinking about engagement? No, I'm not. Yeah, I'm good. No, I'm not. When you said though, at the end that you would have walked away and like pursued a relationship, were you doing that just for the show? Like knowing that, like, cause you guys lived in different States and like had Mm -hmm. totally different lives. Were you just saying that to kind of appease the show and then she ended up breaking it off or were you actually wanting that? No, I I was very interested in trying to figure something out after the show. I'd actually even, um, uh, I'd I'd actually, even when I got home, started looking at homes as as much as I despise California. I was looking at homes in California near where she was at. Does she know that? She, she didn't know that. I, I think I told it to Julia. And her and Julia at the time were still keeping in touch. And when I, I told Julia, I'm assuming she told Tenley because then I got a call from Tenley saying, nah, don't bother. Don't look at homes. Oh, okay. I was going to ask, like, did you and Tenley talk after the show? So a, f- a few times. Yeah. But she's like, yeah. not enough for you to come out here. 
Uh, well, she, she, uh, as soon as the show was over, she pretty much, I think we talked maybe three or four times and then she just cut ties. Like you may, may not have saw there was a, uh, a poll, I guess, if you will, on the 10 most faked relationships on reality TV. And hers and mine actually came in at number three. We, we beat out some of the Kardashian relationships. Oh, come on. Well, that's it. I want to find this poll. Do you agree with that? Like, was it wasn't fake to you? I don't think it was fake to her either. I, it wasn't fake for me, but I did, uh, you know, if, if you watched her social media after the show, she immediately started to promote nutrition and a clothing line. So I don't, I don't know if, if she, if she played me to stay on longer to get the, you know, just to, to get more of the attention, to get more of the uh, exposure. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not sure, but she, she cut ties with me really quick when the show got over and hmm. it, it, it was a little bit rough. Was, so Tenley broke your heart. Season. Oh, she did. Yeah. At the time I, I was in a, I was in probably a little bit of a state of depression for a couple of weeks after oh, I got man. home from paradise. It was, it was pretty tough. Well, you are in a much better place now, so I'm sure this is all water under the bridge, but I will let you know that Tenley listens to this podcast, so she'll probably yeah, hear this. Well, in that case, she'll, she'll probably hear the story then of the necklace that I gave her, too. That oh, no. She... And also, Tenley, if you're listening, I love you. This is all Joshua saying. Go ahead, Joshua. Uh, yeah, so she had that necklace. It was, it was this pretty little cross necklace that her her if I remember how the story went, her parents got for after her, one of her grandparents passed away. And it was just this dainty little golden cross that had a tiny little diamond right in the center. And it was just on this absolutely wildly small chain. It was the smallest chain I've ever seen in my life. And she wore it every single day. And one day at breakfast, uh, we sat down and Julie actually looked over and was like, Tenley, your cross is gone. So she was heartbroken. And then I thought, well, what can I do here? How Did can you I weld her a, a new cross? Uh, I just fashioned it with my bare hands right on site. I had Jorge, the bartender, who's probably one of the coolest guys I, I have ever met in my life to this point. And I started talking with him. I look, look, Jorge, do you know, do you know any jewelry stores in Puerto Vallarta. He said, yeah. So I drew him up a picture of what it looked like. I drew a big size, a big picture to see the detail. And then I drew one at about the size that it was. I gave him my ID, which I would have needed back leaving another country. I gave him my debit card. And when he left, he went into town he gave the drawing to the jeweler. The jeweler made a brand new one. And then I had Carly. Carly went and ransacked Tenley's jewelry box, found the chain. I gave the chain to Jorge. He took it in, got the chain fixed, got the necklace put back on it. And then I presented it to her a couple of days later when it finally got done. It didn't make the it didn't make um TV because uh, it wasn't nearly dramatic enough. There's more. Well, that's going romantic. On. I'm surprised yeah. they wouldn't show that. Well, and they, you know, and they made me wait to give it to her until there was a camera crew ready or available, I guess. And but there was more going on with Joe and Samantha at the time. Mm. So, 
the story, as I just said, involved me, Carly, and Jorge. Mm -hmm. When we got done doing the show, uh, Tenley had a blog. And I don't know if she still has it or not, but it, it, when I was still following her, uh, she said, I just, I get a lot of questions about my necklace. If you read my latest blog, it'll go into detail on it. I read it. And as she recalls, and as she blogged about, I'm afraid <laughs> she said, you know, she lost it. It broke Yeah, that. I looked through the sand that other cast members looked through the sand. And then she said, and thanks for all of the cast members who pitched in and got me my new necklace. Hmm. So when I, when I when I read that she gave credit to every single person there for getting her new necklace instead of just being honest and saying that it was me out of the goodness of my heart. Maybe she didn't know. Like did did she knew? Oh, she knew the whole story. Oh, okay. Yeah, she, she knew everything <laughs> that happened. When I when I presented it to her, I told her exactly how we did it. Well, yeah. No, I mean I understand where you're coming from. That's not that's not a good feeling, but Hopefully there's some kind of reason why on her end. I mean, maybe. So in in paradise, was there like a drug rumor about you? Remember when some of the guys went up to Tenley and they're like, he's bad news. He did drugs once in Vegas or something. And like, what was that? And were you like aware? Cause it seemed like a produced storyline to me. Oh, it, it was, um, it was definitely clipped and edited to look way, way worse than it was. You forget the cameras are around mm -hmm. uh, after a while. And we were all sitting around eating breakfast, talking about stupid stuff we did in college, whether it was drinking or whether it was a drug. And I had brought up that I, I had tried ecstasy the one time in Vegas at a buddy's bachelor party. Right. Uh, ecstasy was Molly. I tried. But Molly then they once. made it seem like you're like a Molly addict and you oh, need yeah. to go to rehab. <laughs> yeah, because they, they combined it with a, a story that I was telling the guys about. Uh, college with when we'd go to the bars on the weekends they they combined the two stories between molly and drinking and made it look like i would pop molly every single weekend yeah so when it when it aired it looked awful mm -hmm. but when they did approach tenley about it uh, yeah I, I mean they 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 made it seem worse than it really was which is mm -hmm. why i was so caught off guard when she brought it up to me later on when she confronted me about it and i go was like what do you talking about no yeah. i'm not a i'm absolutely not a drug addict or yeah a hard hard partier right okay well did you think she because she's like such a veteran she probably knew this is some kind of persuaded story you'd uh, think uh, which that may be the case which is why she kind of saw past it a little bit and continued to right uh, yeah she didn't really take it too seriously yeah so that that might be it and you know, I'd like to think that she she kind of took my word for it too when when I was like, no, that's that's yeah. not me. That's not my lifestyle. That was a yeah, one. -time I did it video. back in like 2008 once. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, um, was, that was really it. So, life post show, you are a father and you're married. Can you tell me about? Are you still welding with your shirt off? What's life like? Oh, this yeah. show. I mean, a real man doesn't weld with a shirt on. Are you kidding? Right? Me? No, you know, never. From, from the neck to the waist, I'm nothing but like a piece of leather. <laughs> uh yeah i still weld i want i'm kind of wanting to do something different i just it takes a toll on your eyes and and uh lungs with just breathing and different fumes and gases and 
Mm-hmm. I just don't know what I want to do. Uh, but I'm looking around. Okay. But yes, currently still welding. And uh, being a husband is uh, incredible. Um, Did mean, she watch the show? Nope. She hates the show. Ugh. She hates it. She, she's not all about all that drama and the one girl dating 20 guys. And but you have two children. Two little babies. Uh, our boy is going to turn three the end of next month. And his sister will turn two in May. And that's, it's a roller coaster. But it's the, yeah, it's the coolest thing I have ever been a part of. Oh, I love that. So much fun. I, I, it's, it's, uh, I've, I've tried to explain it to people who aren't parents. And say it's the only time in your life you can be so furious and so angry at one individual, and then twenty seconds later want to do nothing but hold them and kiss them, just yeah. from how they they look at you. Or yeah. hi, daddy. I mean, you can be just pissed off, and they'll walk up and say, "Hi, daddy," and then it's all over. Yeah, like, I'm uh... good. <laughs> um, where can our listeners follow you on Instagram, or if there's anything you want our listeners to check out? Uh, you know, I'm welding not, business. Yeah, uh, I really don't even know the handle for my Instagram. I'll um, grab it. <laughs> yeah, I don't. That's not. <laughs> Your wife's in the background. She's like, yeah, she did. She just yelled it. Alberski. Al Alberski eleven or just Alberski? I don't even know. Th- this is saying Alberski, no eleven. Oh, your, right, your email had eleven in it, though. I think my email's got eleven. Yeah, so just Alberski. Yeah, to go with yeah. Albers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I had to be a little, a little bit more original than just the last name. So yeah, a couple got extra it, got letters. It. But yeah, got- if if they're interested in uh, keeping up with some boring family man, then there you go. Yeah. And if you want a welded rose, maybe one day he'll give you one. one maybe it's got to be for a good reason. Got to be for a good reason. Like coming on a podcast, we'll accept <laughs> one too. Surprise us, okay? All right. Well. Well, thank you so much for coming on. This has been so fun. And I will be in touch when this goes live. All right. Thank you very much for asking me. I appreciate it. Of course. All right. Bye, Joshua. Bye. And that's our show. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you like what you hear, go ahead and stop what you're doing and rate us five stars and leave a review. Because guess what, guys? We are now officially a 4.7 star podcast on Apple. We did it. We did it within the week. So I checked and we were 4.6 and so many reviews came in. You guys really showed up. So, I mean, dare I say, let's set another goal. Let's try to get to 4.8. Let's fuck this system up. Like, how can we like totally combat the trolls? Like, if we all come together, we can, like, save the world. Sure. I feel good with 4.7. I don't, I don't need much. I don't need a perfect five. I don't think we we even can. We'll probably never get one. No, but but let's try for four point eight. Like if you really love the pod, you're an avid listener, and you haven't rated, just go rate. Yeah, it takes two seconds. Even if you're not like feeling creatively inspired to write a, a paragraph review, you can still just click five stars. Very quick and easy. Mm. Um, also, guys, if you think one episode a week is not enough for you and you need your fix of us talking to you, you can join our Patreon. We have a lot of bonus content up there for you guys. We've been working really hard on it. So go check it out. It's really fun. Go check fun it time. out. And like we said earlier in the episode, we have our full Bachelor Encounter episode coming this month. We have an episode mm-hmm. all about the Bachelor audition process, which is really yes. sketchy. 
like the shit they pull with the psychiatrist and they have a private eye that interviews you and gets like all the dirt on you and yeah that one's really good because we have sound bites from previous contestants that like submitted a whole explanation of the process in the episode yeah we're not just telling you the process we have firsthand encounters Mm -hmm. from real alumni that have been on the show so I'm pretty proud of that one to be honest so you're definitely gonna want to check that one out juicy Okay. Yeah. And join our Facebook group if you are looking for a She's All Batch community. That's your spot. Yeah. And what else? Follow us. Follow Stephanie at She's All Batch. Follow me at Jackie Roney underscore. Hey. What else? What else? If you want to save some money, go check out rocketmoney.com slash all batch. And you can get all of your subscriptions in order because that shit is whack. Yeah, that's usually my biggest money suck is subscriptions I didn't cancel that I never use. But, like, do you also have a subscription from Google that you just pay, like, $3 a month for the rest of your life? Because what is that? It's, like, it's, like, data, right? I don't think that, no, well, I have, I pay Google a certain amount because I have a different domain for an email address. Oh, JackieMaroney.com. Check it out. Yes, sure, you can check that out. (laughs) My website. Um, so I don't know what you're paying for. I don't know. I just feel like I pay for all random things monthly, and I'm like, I have no clue what that is. But thanks to Rocket Money, I'm getting that all situated. So... Yes, good. And I'm gonna, maybe if Rocket Money could do something about restock fees, we can come full circle, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Stick it to the man. Stick it to the man. Okay. Well, um, is that it? I think that's it. Okay. Bye, bitches. (laughs) 